All right, so first, before we begin, so a big shkayach to the Yom, sponsor for this morning's breakfast, Shvili Lonishmas, Rabbi Melech ben Elazar Lipa, and Rabbi Nachman Mendel ben Rabbi Yosef, and, uh, and uh, it should be a uh, for us, for Rabbi and Ramesha. Okay. Okay, so let's, uh, let's learn a little bit Tilchas Pesach, Alpi Pnimius, Alpi Pnimius. So, you know, every Yontif, every Yontif, obviously, it goes without saying, that every Yontif, by its very definition, has to have a, a date to it. It has to come out at a specific time. You know, so Roshan is Al of Tishrei, and Sukkot is the 15th of Tishrei, and Hanukkah is Chafei uh, Kislev. But, but there's something unique. So Pesach is no different than that. Pesach also is the 15th of Nisan. That's when Pesach begins. But the relationship, that's what we're going to be learning tonight, this morning for a few minutes, the relationship between... Pesach, the Yontif of Pesach, and the month that it's in is unique, is unique. There's no question about it that, uh, that, uh, yeah, there's no question about it that, again, uh, every, every month has a certain identity, and there's no question that it's connected to the Yontif that it's in, but the relationship between Pesach and the month of Nisan is unique itself. So let's begin to learn both in Halacha, and then we'll see in Pneumius the, uh, the Kesher between Pesach and how Pesach is redefined as it being a Yontif coming from the month of Nisan. You'll see what I mean. So we'll begin like this. Maramokka number one is the, um, the first uh, simon in Hilchus Pesach, Tav Chavtes, so Seif Beis. This simon in Shulchan Aruch, is talking about, uh, not the halachas of Pesach yet, but it's talking about the halachas of Chaydesh Nisan. The halachas of Chaydesh Nisan. And so the Shulchan Aruch, uh, the first line is the Shulchan Aruch, and then there's the Ramah. So the Shulchan Aruch records the following halacha. That what's unique to the month of Nisan is, besides the Yontav of Pesach, the month of Nisan is unique, that there's no Tachnan throughout the whole month of Nisan. And following that, therefore, we also don't say Tzidkascha, by Shabbos Mincha, right? The rule is that, you know, if it's a day that, if it was during the week, you would not say Tachnan, you don't say Tzedkascha either. So the whole month of Nisan, there's no Tachnan, there's no Tzedkascha, there's no Hespedim, if there's a, a Petira, so there's no Hespid as well. So the whole month of Nisan, again, no Tachnan, no Tzedkascha, no Hespid. The Shulchan Aruch then continues that even fasting is not so simple, fasting on, on, uh, on the, during the month of Nisan as well. So the whole month of Nisan is different. It has a certain uh, yontif element to it. Okay. Then the Ramah continues. The, the, main bod, the main part of the Ramah in that Shulchan Aruch is really talking about the halacha of fasting in the month of Nisan, which is not the topic for now. But the Ramah ends off the simon with the following sentence. V'noyigin lahar v'sksas v'achilu shesiyah v'yoyim acharachag v'u'israchag. Says the Ramah, also you should know that the day after Pesach is called Isruchag, and the minig is to have a little suda and to have a little bit more than usual simcha and achil and shesia and Isruchag. That's how the Ramah ends with the sim. Now, this is a pella. What's the Indian of Isruchag? Isruchag, so the makar of the idea of there being such an Indian of the day after Yontav being called Isruchag is from a Gemara and Sukkah. Maramokka number two is the Gemara and Sukkah Memhe and the Beis. The Gemara says like this, Om Rabbi Yirmiya, Meshom Rabbi Shem Barichai. Rabbi Yirmiya said the name of Rabbi Shem Barichai. Kol ha'ayse isur l'chag ba'achil u'shesiyah. Anyone that makes an extension on Yontif with eating and drinking, in other words, Yontif ends, but you extend Yontif by a little bit, you know, to a certain degree, extend it by another day, uh, to, you know, with increased eating and drinking. And Simcha, so ma'al v'kasav ki l'bonam ezbech v'hikr l'v'karbon. So it's a chash of a thing, and it's as if, says the Seder Rishon Barichai, it's as if you built the mezbech and brought a sacrifice. Shinemar, we say it in Halal, Isru chag ba'avoysim ad karnas ha'mezbech. That by making an extension on Yontif, Isru chag, by making an extension on Yontif, so it's as if it's as if you're building and you're serving Hashem with the corners of the Mizbech. In other words, as if you're bringing a carp. In other words, what the, this, this is the Makar, and this is the only Makar in, in Chazal for the concept of being an Isruchag. In other words, what's the idea of Isruchag? It's an extension on Yantif. The word Isruchag means that, an extension on Yantif. So where would the halachas of Isruchag be? If, there are, if I was the Ramon, I'm recording somewhere in Shulchan Aruch the concept that the day after Yantif, you should be mar You should uh, make an extension on Yontif. Where would I put that? In the simon talking about the month of Nisan, I would put that at the end of you know. After you talk about the Yontif of Pesach, 
then there should be a simon talking about the halachas following the Yant of the Pesach, which, by the way, we do anyway. There is a simon and shulchan are talking about what happens to chametz after Pesach. How do you deal with chametz after Pesach? I think over there it would be appropriate to then mention the concept of Yisruchag. But what does the Ramad do? The Ramad talks about this idea of Isruchag, of the idea of there being an extension of Yantif, in what? In the Simon of Shulchan Aruch that's talking about the month of Nisan. What does what one do with the other? The month of Nisan, okay, we don't say Tachnan, there's no Tzedkazcha, there's no Hespedim, you don't fast. And says the Ramad, by the way, there's a concept that's called an Isruchag. What's the Ramad talking about? Why, why, why is that, this concept of Isruchag appropriate in the Simon of Shulchan Aruch that's talking about the general month of Nisan? Again, like I said, I think it would be more appropriate talk about after you, you, you go through all the halachas of Pesach, then you mention, by the way, there's such an idea of extending Pesach. <coughs> what the Ramah is hinting to is that the very idea of the month of Nisan being a month where there's no Tachnon, and a month where there's no Tzitkasra, and a month that there's no Hespedim, that's not a Nisan Dekeinian, and happens to be there's also Yantav of Pesach. The concept of the entire month of Nisan being a yantif, being a month within which there's no tachnun and so on, that's, the, the, the idea of that is an Isruchadik idea. The idea is that there's an extension, there's an expansion of Pesach, that although we think of Pesach as falling out on a certain date, the 15th of Nisan, for seven, eight days, okay, and that's the month of Pesach, that's the yantif of Pesach. It happens to be, it's in, uh, obviously, if, it, if, it's, if it's in time, it has to fall out on some month. But no, 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 The entire month of Nisan is a Pesach Tekiyantif. It's a Pesach Tekiyantif. And that's why, we'll see in a second, more details, but that, that's why there's some level of celebration on the entire month of Nisan. There's no Tachna, there's no, there's no Tzedkasna, and so on. Not because necessarily there's something unique to Nisan, because that's an expansion of Pesach. Pesach is a month-long yantif to some degree. Says the Ramah, and the Makar of such an idea, the root of such a concept, of Yontif being able to be expanded is the concept of Isruchag. So the concept of Isruchag is appropriate in this Simon of Shulchan Aruch because this entire Simon of Shulchan Aruch is talking about what, that the entire month of Nisan is somehow different than every other month, right? And so, Manishtana HaChaydash is, you know, uh, from all other months, what's unique to Nisan? So says the Ramah, we have to, we have to figure out exactly, again, the, the exact understanding of this, but the Ramah is at least opening the sugya by telling to us that the concept is going to be revolving around an Isru Chagdika concept, that it's an expansion of Pesach. The Pesach can, should not be seen just as an isolated eight days within a month. It's the entire month of Nisan that's somehow expressing itself most, most strongly in those, in those eight days. But it's an entire month it, 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 Pesach is a, is, is, a, is a yontif that's the entire month. It's a chaydish nisan a yontif. Where do we see this idea of a yontif being expanded beyond its borders of its specific days? Okay, Israchag. So Israchag and this idea of the entire month of Nisan being a yontif are one and the same. It's one idea. Isn't it similar Yeah, exactly. That's why there's a, you know, we, we connect Purim and Pesach very, very much. Exactly, exactly. So they both can have this quality of there being in a month long uh, connection. So, so let's investigate a little bit more the, the, this idea of Pesach, Pesach being the aspect of Pesach that allows it to be a month-long yantif. That's what we have to see. Obviously, we don't eat matzah all month, right? And we don't uh, read, the, read the Haggadah all month. So we have to identify more detail, more specifically, what aspect of Pesach is able to be seen as a month-long yantif. That's going to be the question now. Okay. So if you take a look at Maramokka number three, the Mishnabura. On, on the Shulchan Aruch that said that the whole month of Nisan we don't say Tachnun. So the Mishnabur records the source and the, the technical explanation of why we don't say Tachnun the whole month of Nisan. And let's understand with a more optimistic lens when we identify this Nakuda that the Mishnabur is going to be quoting for us as why we don't say Tachnun the whole month of Nisan, that's going to be the Nakuda of Pesach that's able to be isruchagd, you know, that's able to be expanded throughout the whole month. So says the Mishra like this, again, he's not making this up on his own, this goes back to, uh, to Rishonim, that the Beis Yosef quotes. But anyway, the Mishra says like this, why is the month of Nisan, no uh, tachnon, why is it all Pesachdik? So he says, because if you break down the month of Pes, the month of Nisan, most of the days of Nisan are days that there's some, there's some level of celebration. How so? So for the first 12 days of Nisan, we know that the 12 Nisim, by the times of the Mishkan, they brought special karbonis, each one, each day, 
for the inauguration of the Mishkan, right? The, the Mishkan was established, was built, was erected. The inauguration was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The following 12 days, you have the 12 Nisim bringing their Karbanas. So that's a, a celebration. So the first 12 days of Nisan is, a, is somewhat of a, a Yontif because of that. The Cholim Me'a Karban HaYontif Shalai. And every day a Karban was brought was ready a Yontif. So that's the first 12 days is Yontif Dik. Erev Pesach also, that's Erev Pesach. You bring the Karban Pesach, that's uh, also a Yontif. May Pesach. The Pesach itself is obviously Yantif. The Isru Chag, the idea of Isru Chag from the Gemara and Sukkah, that's also an extension of Pesach. Imkain, so if you have the 12 days of, of the Nisim, you have Erev Pesach, you have Pesach, you have Isru Chag, Yatza Roi Vachadish Pekdusha. So most of Nisan is already uh, Yantif Dik. Most of Nisan is Yantif Dik. Lefich Raisin Akol Kaidish. The whole Yantif, Rubai Kekulai, so the whole Yantif is, uh, is, uh, is Yantif Dik. Now, the, the Achorinim asked the, the, the following question. If you think about it, you can make a very similar cheshbon for Tishrei. Tishrei also. It's a famous question. Tishrei also. You have Rosh Hashanah, two days. You have uh, Yom Kippur. You have all the Shabbosin in Tishrei. You have Sukkis. When you count all the days that you don't say Tachnan in the month of Tishrei, you also have most of the month. So, but yet, we don't just forget Tachnan all of Tishrei. So why do we just, why do we say, yeah, Rav of Nisan, most of Nisan, there's no Tachnan, the whole month no Tachnan, but we don't do that by any other month, we don't do that by Tishrei. So the answer is again, going back to what I said before, is that these days that the Mishavur is pointing to as days that we don't say Tachnan anyway, namely Pesach and its surrounding days, Erev Pesach, Yisruchag, Pesach, and the 12 days of the Nisim that their Karbonis were brought in the inauguration of the Mishkan, those are not isolated incidents. There, there is a Nakuda of Pesach that somehow is unified, that somehow is, is, is bridging, bridging those two experiences. And so, as a, in Tishrei, you have Rosh Hashanah, you have Yom Kippur, you have Sukkot, you, know, you have Shabbos, it's, it, these are isolated Yom Toivim. But when it comes to the month of Nisan, the Chanukah Samishkan, the inauguration of the Mishkan, and Pesach, those are not separate events. Those are considered to be unified events. Not only that, when we're able to then hone in on the Nakuda that unifies Pesach with the, with the Nesim and the Chanukah Samishkan that took place in the first 12 days, that's going to be the Nakuda of Pesach that somehow is able to, to um, help us understand how Pesach is a month is a Nisan Dekiyantif. Again, like we said before, the whole Indian, this entire idea of the month of Nisan being a, a, a month of celebration is an Isru Chagdik idea. It's an idea that there's some element of Pesach that's, able, that's bigger than just its particular days. It's, it's the entire month. And, if we, and so, we ask the, so the question that we're trying to deal with is, okay, so what Nikud of Pesach is that idea? What aspect, it's, is it the Matzah? I mean, what, what aspect of Pesach is able to be seen as a month-long celebration. So the answer is, some element of Pesach that unites Pesach with Chanukah Samishkan. Because Chanukah Samishkan and Pesach, those are the two events that contain most of the month of Pesach, most of the month of Nisan. So there's some Nakuda that unites those two experiences that's going to be the aspect of Pesach that, is, that, is, that should be seen as a Nisan Dekayantiv. So what is that? So if you take a look at Maramukka number four, I hope you're following, yeah? We're going with the Cheshman? Okay. So Maramukka number four. So there's a, a concept of the, the Ramban, we, we all know that Ramban wrote a commentary to Chumash, but what's, what's uh, very interesting is that before each Sefer, he writes an introduction. So the Hakdama of the Ramban in Sefer Shemois, there's a paragraph, he writes the following thing. The Ramban over there tells us that the whole Sefer Shemois is uh, the whole book of Shemois. It's about Gula, it's about Yitzit Mitzrayim, it's about, it's a Pesach Dekah uh, Sefer. But the Ramban makes an observation, but one second. The first part of Shemais is Pesach, right? So Shemais, Ve'er, Boy, B'Shalach, okay. And then even Yisrael, fine, so it's Yitzis Mitzrayim is to receive the Torah. But then all of a sudden we have this whole thing talking about uh, the Mishkan. What does the Mishkan have to do with Yitzis Mitzrayim? So says the Ramban like this, Hine, Hagolos Einenu Nishlam, you should know, says the Ramban, Golos Mitzrayim, and Golos B'Chlal is not finished, Says the Ramban, real gula is not f- finished, not complete when we just leave Mitzrayim. Real gula is complete when we can say that we've returned to the status of our avos. That's the Ramban says. What does it mean to return to the status of our avos? He says like this: So we left Mitzrayim, even though we're not slaves anymore. 
Adain Yechosh Vugoylem, we could still be considered in Golos. First of all, we're not, uh, we're not in our country. We're in the desert, right? Nevucham Bemidbar, we're lost in the desert. So when, so when can you truly say we've, fin- we've uh, left Golos? It says like this, Kishabol Arsinai, when we came to Arsinai, V'asu Mishkan, and we built the Mishkan. And the Rabbani Shloylam, you know, rests his presence upon us. Then that's the moment with the Mishkan, we can say, oh, we're back to the Avis. We're back to the Madrig of the Avis. How so? So this is the Ramban, very mysterious words. What does it mean, the mile of the Avis, that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is not complete until you recapture that? The mile of the Avis is the Rabbani Shloylam dwelling on their homes. <coughs> Everyone knows the famous Rashi, Rechazal say that when Yitzchak Avinu married Rivka, and Rivka went back into the oil, the tent of Sarah, right? So the Ashura Seshchina came back, right? And uh, the, the Shabbos candles always were lit, right? There was a cloud over the tent, and the challah was always fresh, right? That's Chazal say those three things. And that, says the Ramban, that's not a random thing. That is the mile of the Ovis. The mile of the Ovis is, is that they had a home, and there was Ashura Seshchina in the home. That's the inya of the Ovis. So says the Ramban, what is the, what, the full goal of Pesach is not leaving Mitzrayim. The full goal of Pesach is to be able to recapture that Nakuda of the Rabbani Shul's presence being in the home. And on a national level, that took place when we built the Mishkan. The Mishkan is a national home, and the Rabbani Shalom dwelling in that home, that's called the Jewish people recapturing the Mile of the Ovis, that's Pesach. That's really the Nakuda of Pesach. So he says, yeah. that's, the, that's what it means when the Ovis are, are being redefined as the Merkava, the chariot, and as Hashem is residing upon them. That's when they're defined as redeemed. So one second. So let's, 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 let's explain. So in other words, so says the Ramban, the Ramban is pointing to us to the Nakuda Pnimis, the inner the inner definition of truly what Yitzhiz Mitzrayim means. It doesn't mean to leave Mitzrayim per se. It doesn't even mean Makis. It means to be Zaycha to this Madrega, that the Rabbeinu Shloylam resides over your home. That's what Pesach means. That's what Pesach means. And therefore, on a national level, this took place not only with leaving Mitzrayim, and by the way, that's why if you think about it, even in Mitzrayim, there's a big theme of the home, right? Makis Bechairis took place, right? What was Makis Bechairis? Every other Makis is like, okay, nothing with the houses. It was Dam Tzvardeya V'chulu. But Makis Bechairis was unique. Le'yetz in Pesach Beisai, stay in your home. Put blood on the doorpost. The home, the home, the house, the house of the Jewish people. The Karim Pesach had to be eaten in the home. If you took the Karim Pesach out of the, out of the home that it was designated to be eaten in, it, was, it would become puzzle. So the whole Indian of Pesach is very much bound to the home itself. The whole, the whole uh, leading up to Pesach, to, to you know, be your chametz and to destroy, to get rid of chametz from the home. Bedikas chametz, we go from room to room. It's very home oriented. Why? Because says the Ramban, we have to explain this, but says the Ramban, because this is the Nikudah Pneumus of Pesach. The Nikudah Pneumus of Pesach is not leaving Mitzrayim. The Nikudah Pneumus of Pesach is Hashroes Hashkin on the home. The home being a place that's the Nakut of Pesach. That's true individually, and that's true collectively, historically, by building the Mishkan. So let's go back. So the month of Nisan, says the Mishnah Barah, is unique. Is that the month of Nisan, most of the month of Nisan, is, is Pesach Dik. How is it Pesach Dik? Well, obviously you have Pesach itself. And you also have the 12 days of celebrating the Mishkan. What does the Mishkan have to do with Pesach? The answer is, says the Ramban, that's exactly what Pesach is. The Pneumius of Pesach is... The home of the Jewish people being a place for Hashra Sashkina. That's individually, every home experiences that, but collectively, that was the Mishkan. So, this is the, the so, so, so now, now let's begin to, to we're, we're going to begin now to, to understand. So, we, what we've identified are two things. We've identified for ourselves the Nakuda Pnimis of Pesach that is able, that, that, that from that Nakuda, Pesach has to be seen as a Nisan Dikayantif. That's the Nakuda. You can look at Pesach as a yantif of just leaving Mitzrayim. And then that has nothing to do with the month of Nisan per se. You can look at Pesach as just a time that we celebrate uh, Hashkoch HaPratis. That's not Nisan per se. But the Nakuda of Pesach that redefines it as not just days that fall out of Nisan, but rather it's a Nisan Dikas celebration. That's this Nakuda, that Pesach is a yantif that celebrates Hashur HaSashchin in the Jewish home. And when it's a home, Dikka Yantif, then... We, we see it as a yontif that's the entire month of Nisan. And that's why, why, because the entire month of Nisan has this quality that's Pesach and also the building of the Mishkan. 
So it's that Nekudah of Pesach, which is Mishkandik, building the home, that is able to sort of be expanded and, and see itself as a month-long celebration. So that's the, that's the Nekudah. Now this idea, by the way, of Pesach... Was there a question? Yeah. It says Eretz Yisrael is not It is interesting, by the way. It is interesting that in the Haggadah, this Kamat no mention of Eretz Yisrael. Come on, no mention of Eretz Yisrael. Although it's ironic because the entire Agad is really revolving in Eretz Yisrael with Bikurim, right? We use the Rami Yavidavi as a launching pad for, for the Haggadah, and that is talking about Eretz Yisrael, but we never identified, we never, so it, like I said, there's no, there's no Pshat to the Haggadah, you know, it's all, Said Jewish and Remez, there's no Pshat, Seder, there's no, so, yeah, Shana Babi Yushalayim, Hashtach, we do reference it, but it's not, you would think it'll be more highlighted. It's a fella. It's okay. We have to, we'll talk about that one day too. But that's a, that's a unique thing though. <coughs> By the way, going a little bit deeper and, and connecting. Now, okay, so fine. That's what we have so far. Now let's go a little bit further. Let's, let's define for ourselves a little bit more clearly what does this mean? What, is this, what does it mean, Hashra on the home? Like, what, what is this significance? That's, that's, that's number one. We have to define for ourselves what that means, number one. And number two, why is it this Nekuda that, that makes Pesach a month-oriented Yantif? That's the, that's, those are the two questions. What does this mean exactly, Hashor HaSashkin on the home? What's unique about it? And why is that the point that makes Pesach more of a month-long Yantif, as opposed to just being a particular day that falls on a month? So take a look at Marmok number five. This is our, uh, the Zara Kaddish. Chelek Gimel Reish Nun Aleph Amidbeis. So <coughs> this is going to uh, give us a little bit of a, of a window into, into the sugev. What does it mean exactly, Pesach being defined as a yantif that's Hashra Sashkin on the home? Like what's significant about that? I understand that it's good to have Hashem's presence, but what's, what's unique to have Hashem's presence in the home? Like what, what is the definition of that? What does it mean a home in Yiddishkeit, in Pinimis? So take a look at the Zayar. Amai Yiskariyas Matzah. It's interesting. The Zayar asks a very interesting question. Why is it called Matzah? It's, it's, uh, uh, okay, matzah means matzah. Why, why is it called matzah? What does the word matzah mean? Elohachi tanina. So the Zara says like this. This is the, this is the tradition we have. Begin the kamishadid umavareches, the kol citron bishin, vavi ketatabuhu, kegavna de mezuzah, de mavareches, the shadin umazik and the tara. Zara Kodesh has an interesting thing that when you eat matzah and pesach, matzah is similar to a mezuzah. What does a mezuzah do on a Jewish home? Again, similar to the house, right? What is, it, what is a mezuzah about? So Chazal said this, our Kaddish is saying that a mezuzah is about protecting the home. It's about, it, it's interesting, a mezuzah is about war, it's about conflict. It's about conflict. But instead of the chas v'shalom being conflict in the home, what the mezuzah does is that it creates conflict with negative forces that might be trying to enter the home. So mezuzah, what the mezuzah, mezuzah is about machloikis, uh, it's, about, it's about conflict. But again, the conflict that the mezuzah, the, the war that the, that the mezuzah is, is taking is, uh, you know, uh, is, is, is going into is not chas a war in the home. It's fighting a war to protect the home from outside forces. Says the Zara Kaddish, similarly, that's what, that's what matzah does as well. Matzah also is about conflict. Matzah is about difference. Matzah is about machloikis. But somehow, in some way, as we'll see, matzah represents a machloikis, division, separation, conflict in the home, but still shalom bayistik. So mezuzah and matzah, says the Zarekadosh, are related to each other. They're both about conflict. Mezuzah is about conflict outside the home and is fighting negative forces to keep them outside the door. And matzah is a very deep thing. Matzah means to have conflict and for there to be such a thing as machlekes, but we'll call machlekes l'shem shemayim in the home, and yet somehow, not, not only does that machlekes in the home break down shalom bayis chas shalom, it actually increases shalom bayis. So it says the Zohar Kaddish like this, begin to kamishadim mevareches l'kol sitrin bishin v'avikotot, and so on, that's what the, here, take a look at the last line in Marmaka number five, we'll go with this, so matzah, similar to mezuzah, makes conflict, it makes machlaikis. Kemad at Omar, similar to the Pasuk, Masa Umariva. So Masa Umariva is the name, it's one of the, it's not necessarily a nice place to visit. Masa Umariva, maybe there's a, could be there's a, you know, a perm, a, a Pesach program there, these days. I don't know. But Masa Umariva, 
<laughs> Masam Riva is the place where, uh, where uh, the hitting of the rock took place. Masam Riva, so it's not necessarily a nice place. The word Masa, Umariva, means conflict. It means machlekes and conflict. The word Masa, says the Zarakadish, is similar to the word Matzah. So the word Matzah is a Lashen Machlekes. It's a Lashen Machlekes. So, one second. So now we're being thrown a huge curveball. One second. Until now, we've been talking about that Pesach, the Nekud of Pesach, of Pesach, is going to be about the Rabbanu Shalom dwelling in a, in a home. And when we think of a home and Hashem's presence in the home, we usually think of it, it means Shalom, it means Achtas, it means like everything is Gavaldic, that's, that's Shalom bias. All of a sudden it says, yeah, 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 but you know what Matz is? Matz is having Machlekes in the home. So, one second, how, does that, how in the world can that be... Uh, how, we, we, if, the, if, the, if, Gula, if Pesach means Rabbanu Shalom dwelling in the home, and usually for Hashem to dwell in the home means Shalom bias, so how could matzah be the ingredient to that? The matzah means difference. Matzah means machlokes. Matzah mariva. So what's going on over here? Okay. So take a look at Marmokah number six, and this will be able to explain everything. It says the, this is a piece from the Kutamaran, <coughs> Tinyana Beis Vav. Rabbi Nachman is talking about what real achdus means. This is going to be true on a very basic level, but then well, it's it's true on a, on a deeper level as well. Hisgalus achdus hapashit. Rabbi Nachman says that real achdus is not when everything is the same. Real achdus, we'll see it inside in a moment. Real achdus means a real yichud means when dafka things are different, but despite the differences, or maybe sometimes even because of the differences, you are forced to find a nekuda pnimis that unites all the different elements. And somehow through that Nukud HaPnimis that unites all the different elements, you're able to come to a much deeper connection. That's called real Achdus. So everyone knows, right? We came to Kriyas Yamsuf, right? So Kriyas Yamsuf, the sea splits, right? And we, and we walk through. According to Chazal, the sea didn't just, it wasn't just like one big uh, dome or one big uh, doorway all Kaisa went into. There was, there was, there was Shvilim, there were uh, paths for each Shevet. According to some Chazal, there was a path even for each family. According to some Chazal, Mamash for each individual person. Why, why the separation over there? The whole Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is Achtas, right? Why, you think about it. Pesach is the Yantif where there's a certain level of division in Kal right? You eat Kibrox, you don't eat Kibrox, right? You eat uh, rice, you don't eat rice. <coughs> you don't mix, you don't mix. Eat Mishpach, Mishpach, everyone has their own Seder. Even people that have like communal Seders, there's like, you know, they want to have their own Seder sometimes, you know? Like, they, what is this in? And the answer is, the real secret of Achtas is not that everyone is the same. The real secret of Achtas is people are different. People are different, and things are different. And there's complexity in life, and nuance in life, and, and conflict even, but not in a bad way, but differences. But nevertheless, you're, you're able to somehow find in Akud Apnim, find some unifying oneness that incorporates all those differences, and then guess what? Then you've come to a much deeper Achtas. In other words, if everyone looks the same, if you imagine like everyone just looked the same, then of course there would be achtos. But the achtos would be superficial. The achtos would be skin deep because the, the, the source of that unity would be the fact that everyone has the same nose. Everyone's the same nose. We're all friends now, right? It's like, like little kids, right? Little kids, they, in, in, in school, they have a lot of best friends, right? Why? Why? Because you like lollipops? Oh, I like lollipops too. It's kvaldex. Mamish, mamish that's, that, that's an achtos, but that's a, it's a skin deep achtos. It's not a real achtos. But when you have people that are different, right? And despite the differences, you're able to realize, one second, you want this, I want that, but we all ultimately want the same thing. We're just trying to, you know, go about it in different ways or to try to bring out different aspects of what we want. But when you find the Nekudah Pnimis and you're able to make one out of things that seem to be on the outside different, that's called Achtas. Then you've found the true oneness. Says Rebbe like this: His galus achdus hapashit, the revelation of a true unifying achdus that comes out of things that on the outside seem to be different from each other. That zois habechini yikar ma'oid afilu etzis brach. You should know this is a rare nakuda, even by the rabbanishlam. This is rare, and it's it's a chashuv thing by the rabbanishlam. Kamoshim etzino. See, he says an amazing thing. We know in halacha there's a klal yochiv rabim is a halacha kerabim, right? It's machlokes yochiv against the rabim. We go with the rabim. Why? Why? Because well, the Rabbim are smarter, we assume that they're more correct. No, So what's shall we go with the Rabbim? Kimach Mashem Rabbim, because what does it mean a Rabbim? A Rabbim means you have many Rabbis, right? And each Rabbi has his own real opinion, right? So it's, uh, and so, so really, every Rabbi should have his own Shita, 
right? So what happened over here? But you have a rabbim that you have so many chachamim uh, that agree on one nekuda. Whoa, that's a real achdas. That's a real achdas. Because you're talking about people that have deus. They have their own shitas, and they should have their own shitas. And despite the fact that, that, the, that these people are so uh, powerful within themselves, and they're still able to find the Nakuda Pnimis that unites all of them, that's a chashavazach. That's a real yichud. That's a real achtas. So yochav rabbim, halachik rabbim, because through the rabbim, because of the fact that they're, that, they're in, that they're pieces, that they're fragments, and they're different from each other, and with all of that Afopiki, and they're able to find an Akuda that unifies all of them, that's a real achtas. That's a chash of a thing. That's so chash of even God is like Nispal from that. So Allah Kirabim. Says Rabbi like this. When you have so many people that are so pulled different from each other, and nevertheless they're able to come to one to one nakuda, to one shita, to one yisaid. So then, from something that was fragmented, that was in a million pieces, like all these different rabbis, and they're able to come together. So what you've done is you've discovered a unity that is made of different parts. A unity that's made of different parts is a much deeper unity than a unity that just is one. So what we're being introduced to is that we want to define for ourselves what does it mean, achtos? What does it mean? What is the type of environment that we can say this is a true reflection of echad? The answer is dafka, an environment that's made of different parts, and afalpikin, or because it's made of different parts, it's able to somehow be unified. When you take something that's fundamentally you know, a, a puzzle pieces, and you're somehow able to bring them together, that's a real yichud, that's a real achdos. What does it mean a home? What does it mean a home? What's the definition of a home? So take a look at Marmokka number seven. This is a Gavaldi Gamasha, one of the big tzaddik of the generation, Rabbi Avram Kluger. So he's a, I think rather he's, he's in America now, I think. Yeah, yeah he is, okay. So he's in, in Beit Shemesh. He's a Mayanam is God, Mamish. So he, one, of, one of the most amazing things, one of the most beautiful things in his svarim, he has many svarim, is the Mishalim that he gives. He has a fantastic way of, of bringing a point across in intangible terms. Listen to what he writes. This is from one of his svarim, B'ni B'chari Yisrael. So he says the following mashal. He's not talking about this topic in particular, but he gives a mashal of, of, of a home. And he says the following. Let's give a mashal. Let's say you're building a home. You're building a room. Right? What's a, a home doesn't have to be many rooms. You're building a, a room, a cheder. So he says like this. So, what, 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 so if you think about it, this is really what a room is, what a house is. So you have a certain point in space, right, that you want to live. So this is the spot that you want to live. Shesham Darm B'nei That's where the uh, family is going to live. Umisham. Now they need to be protected from the elements, right? So you have to have walls. So what it is is, Umisham Marchikin Esakar. That means that. So if you can imagine, it's like, this is the spot we want to live. Okay, so fine. So you put walls around this spot. But now it's a little bit tight, right? So what you do is you move the walls out. So he says an amazing thing. When you're moving the walls out, Right? We all understand. You move the walls out, you're making a bigger home, right? But if you were like a Martian or like not, uh, you know, not used to this, you would be saying, one second, you're making such machloikas. Because until now, all the walls were in the same spot. Now you're making a Mizrach wall, and you're making a Mayrav wall, and you're making a Tzafan wall, and you're making a Dharam wall. You're making such division. Don't you want a home to be a place of Achtas? So you're going to make a home, a place of achtas and of unity, and it's going to be built from walls that are so far from each other? And what is the... the and, 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 and the Balabas is saying, no, no, I want the walls to be far. I want to have a big home. I want the walls to be far from each other. Say, what are you talking about? That's making machloikas. Shaita. So, so he says like this. That's not machloikas. He says, When you move the walls out from each other, so your bechitzayin is so superficial, without, uh, without thinking too much about it, you'll say, The walls are separate from each other. The And they're disagreeing with each other. This wall is saying, we should be mizrachdik. And this wall is saying, we should be mayrachdik. How can you build a home like that? How can you build a home like that? Achbam is Adra, but the answer is the Shaita. It's the exact opposite. Al Yidezeh, through the walls becoming different from each other, this becoming Mizrachdik, and this becoming Mayrivdik, Yigdal Yoyser Chadeshavem, so the room is getting bigger. It's becoming more able to be lived in, right? Mashenkin, Amayakir's Bashalim, right? But if all the walls were just Baachtus and Shalom, and the Yosaka, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be Mizrachdik, I'm not going to be Mayrivdik, we're all just going to be right here. 
you can't live. It's not, that's not a room. That's not a house. There's, there's a room to, that you can't fit. The They're all going to be attached to each other. That's a, that's not a home. Then you can't. That's not a room to be to live in. But here's the point. But here's the nakuda. The only way how the this apparent machlekes between the walls can actually produce shalom bias is what is is when they're moving away from each other. Uh, uh, you know, uh, with, with a chesh, but no, this, in accordance with each other. If this, if this was going that way, this wasn't that way, then uh, it's not going to work. But if they're all moving away from each other in tandem, you know, on the same page, for the same purpose, then that's going to work. Then Adra, but that's the biggest show. So here's the Nakuda. What does it mean a house? A house means differences. A house means this room is the dining room, and this is the bathroom, and this is the kitchen. They're different from each other, and they're supposed to be different from each other. And this kli is different than this kli. But what defines a home is that davka, because it's different, and still you're able to put it together under one roof, and surrounded by different walls, and, and they're able to now be, be unified as this is... Uh, you know, Mishpachas Goldstein, you know, and this is where the, the family lives and resides and lives B'Shalom V'Achtas. That's called real Achtas. Real Achtas is not when everything is the same. Real Achtas is when things are different, but they're all working together to, 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 to come to a common goal and to, to reveal something that unifies all of them. That's real Achtas. So let's go, let's go deeper. So he said, so it says the Zarekha, what's Matzah? Matzah is similar to Mezuzah. But whereas Mezuzah is Machlekes outside the home, in other words, Keeping things that are destructive outside them, that's what mezuzah is, right? It's like, you shall, you know, no, these things are not allowed to enter. That's what mezuzah means. So it's, machle, it's fighting against those negative forces. It says the Zarekhavish Matzah is also fighting, but it's, not, but it's not fighting outside. It's actually fighting inside. Fighting inside, that's what you want. The answer is, it doesn't mean fighting, fighting. It's machlek zashem shalayim. It means differences. Differences. But differences that are still somehow unified together without any yeshus, without any ego in place, right? Everyone knows that one of the basic symbolisms of matzah versus chametz is humility versus ego, right? That uh, really have the same ingredients. But all of a sudden, chametz like, thinks of itself as so much bigger than matzah, right? Really, it's, it has the same ingredients. The answer is because chametz means ego and matzah means no ego. You want, in order for, for these different pieces to remain different pieces, but still somehow be unified. And through that, the unity that's revealed is much deeper than, than just a you know, vanilla, everyone has the same nose. That comes when a person's able to remove one's ego. Because when there's ego involved, uh, okay, then, uh, then the Mizrach wall says, Mizrach is the right way to do it. And the Meyer wall says, no, 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 what are you talking about? Meyer is the way to do it. Then already, that's the Machlech Yishloi Hashem Shemayim. But it's the Machlech Hashem Shemayim. That's why the, the Rosh Tevis, uh, how does it go? Um, the, Rosh, the Rabbi Nachman writes in, in, in a few places, he says that the word, the, the, the Rosh Tevis of Moshe, Moshe's Emes was Sarasi Emes, right? There's no Machlechus, there's no, Torah's Moshe is a Torah of Yichud. The, the Rosh Tevis Moshe is Machlechus Shama Hill, right? Machlechus Shama Hill, Rabbi Nachman says. Because that, that's the greatest Yichud when it's able to express itself when you have a Shami over here and a hill over there, and they're not, they're not, they're not bending to each other. It's not the Peshat they're bending to each other. Mizrach is over here, they're not bending to each other. But they're able to look at each other with and with humility and say, you know what? We both are looking for the same God. And, and God, and because we're both looking for the same God and we all want the same things, that one God must be bigger than both of us. And that roof that then is able to encompass that entire space with all of its divisions, that's a Yichud. That's a real Yichud. So let's go back. Let's go back. So the secret of Pesach, the Nekudah Pnimis, is not... It, it, so then the Yontav of Pesach, let's, let's, let's define it for ourselves like this. The Yontav of Pesach is about Echad Miodeya, Echad The whole Indian of Pesach is moving away from Parai, which is many gods. Parai, which is Lehi Arvanesisiv, I'm this guy, you know, I'm in control of this. And the whole Indian of Pesach is Amuna. That's the whole name of Pesach. And what does Amunah mean? Amunah means, Shema Yisrael Hashem Hashem Echad. Echad. But what does it mean, Echad, really? The Pneumius of Echad is not, uh, 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 ha, ha, what, what, what type of environment, what, what does Echad mean? Echad, the deepest Echad is not just, the, all there is is one. Echad means that there are many different parts and many different conflicting pieces of our lives, both in terms of history and both in terms of our personal uh, experiences in life. And Amunah really, Hashem Echad means that with all those differences, the fact that it's, yeah, Hashat 
the fact that we talk aren't goes, and he shun love and every single generation there's always enemies. You think of it like what are we talking about in Pesach? Like the whole Pesach is about Hashem being in charge. What are you bringing up? Why are you bring up like dirty laundry now? Like why are you mentioning Avodah Why are you mentioning the fact that it's Golis? Like just, just like you know, why why are you bringing up that conflict? The answer is because we're trying to point out it's not so one. The, the, life is full of many different puzzle pieces. And it's not just like Stam, uh, just a perfect picture. Everyone has the same nose. It's not like that. There's many different elements to life. There's many different elements to Jewish history. There's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And Afal Pekin, we're saying, that's Echad. That's Amunah. That's what it means, a home. Hashor Sashchin on the home means that it's talking not the same. Things are not the same. This room is like this. This room is like that. The Mizrach walls in the Mizrach, and this Meyer walls in the Meyer. And it's not the same. They're not trying to make each other the same to each other. But Afal Pekin, Echad This is what happened by the Mishkan, by the way. You know, by the Mishkan, so I mentioned in the beginning, we said that there's the 12 Nisim brought the Karbanas. What's amazing is, Take a look at Maramukka number 8. So the Medrash in Parshas Nasai makes a point. When you go through Parshas Nasai, the 12 Karbanas of the Nisim, they're all the same, right? Nachshan Baminada, Shevet Yehud, Yeruvin, they're all the same Karbanas, right? That's the, uh, the Karbanas of the Nisim, all the same. Says the Medrash, Rabbanan Amri, but the Rabbanan say in the Medrash, Afal Pisha Karban Shavahikrizu, even though on the outside, in other words, you know, it was all the same Karbanas, literally it was the same measurements and the whole thing, but Kulam Al Dvarm Hikrizu, but they all brought it for different reasons. So it's an amazing thing. They all were sitting in their own room, meditating about what carbon their shevet should bring. And they all had their own individual cheshbainis, and they all came to the same conclusion. But, 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 but again, so each one is bringing the particular carbon with absolutely a different kavana, but yet it's the same carbon. That is the secret of achdus. The secret of achdus is not that we're all just on the same page and everything. No, no, there are differences. There's Ruvain and there's Shimon and there's Levi and there's Taka differences. There's differences. But there's a yichud, there's an achdus that is somehow able to surface from all of that difference. And that yichud that surfaces from those differences is a much deeper yichud than a yichud that would just be when everything's vanilla or just everything is chocolate. That's, that's a much deeper yichud when it's able to, to a unifying force amongst differences. And that's exactly what the Mishkan was. This is what it means when, when, when the Ramban said to return to the mile of our others that the Rabbani Shalom's presence was on their home. It was on their, because again, that's what a home means. It means a place of difference and nevertheless a place of yichud at the same time. A yichud that comes from differences. And that's exactly what the others were, right? Avram is like this. Yitzchak is like that. And Yaakov is like that. And nevertheless, they're all others. They're all others. That's exactly what, what Achdus was about. So this is the Nekudah. So let's, let's get down to simplicity. So what's the Nekudah Pesach? The Nekudah Pesach is Echad, Hashem Echad. It's a Muna. We're being reintroduced to Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. That's what Pesach is about. We're moving from Mitzrayim, which is a place, like I mentioned this the other night, that the word Mitzrayim equals Begimachia Mispar, equals Begimachia Number. Number means many. All of a sudden, when I say the word one, one means there's going to be a two. Right? So Mispar means many. We come to Mitzrayim with uh, numbers. We're counted and so on. The 17 souls. And a lot of numbers, right? But you know what Pesach is about? Pesach is moving, Yitzis Mitzrayim. Moving away from that place of just thinking things in conflict. But you, unifying those things. Of finding Achdos amongst the many. So let's go back to how we started. This Nikud of Pesach, which is the unifying aspect of Pesach with the Mishkan. Right? The Hashra Sashkin on the home. A place of machloikis, of division, of differences. But yet nevertheless, a oneness encompassing all those differences, this somehow makes the Yantif of Pesach a Yantif that's celebrated through the month of Nisan, right? That's what we started with. That the month of Nisan is an entire month that's Pesach dik, because most of the month is contained, has Pesach in the Mishkan, the celebration. So the whole month is redefined by that. So what does this have to do with the Yantif being a month dik Yantif? So here's the idea. I left the most esoteric for the last two minutes, but here's the idea. According to Rashash, according to the Kubalim, according to the Kubalim, we like here. We experience time that okay, like there's Sunday, today's Sunday, tomorrow's going to be Monday, and we're all in the same space, right? Bez Hashem, we'll, we'll uh, I mean, we should be in Yerushalayim, but you understand, like we're we're in the same universe, the same planet Earth that we occupy on Sundays, the same planet Earth we occupy on Monday. By the Kubalim, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. It seems like that to the naked eye, but it's not really true. <coughs> There's, there's, un, there's a universe that is Sunday, and there's a universe that's called Monday, there's a universe that's called Tuesday, 
These are different spaces. These are different places that we, that we enter into. Shachras and Sunday is not the same Shachras as Monday. So here's the idea. The idea is that every single day's Havoida is that universe of that particular day. One out of 365. There's like, if you think about it by year, it's like three, there are 365 universes that we travel through throughout the course of a year. And Sunday's Havoida is to fix this universe of that day. One out of 365. And Monday is another one out of 365, and that's how we go. What's Yantif? So Yantif is altogether something different. Yantif by Darizal, Darizal and Rashash explain that what Yantif is, is Yantif is moving in, is, is instead of there being 365 little universes that are like sort of next to each other, Yantif, Yantif means all there is is one big universe. One big universe. One big universe. So, it's, you know, the, 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 uh, let's put it this way. An entire year's avoida, you can think of a year. A year needs a certain amount of work. A year is like a construction site. It's like, uh, you know, you need to build. You need to build. So there's two different ways how to build a year. You could build a year, 365 different slots. And that's the normal way how we go through a year, a space of a year, a universe that's called a year, a normal time, the normal uh, schedule, the normal program is 365 mini, mini worlds within that world that's called Tavshin Pei Gimel. That's called the regular system of the weekdays. Shabbos also, but the non-Yantif timeline. But then you have a different timeline that's called Yantif. What's the timeline of Yantif? The timeline of Yantif is, is that it might seem to us, it might feel to us like one day or a couple days out of the year, but no, no, no. That universe that we enter into on Yantif is the entire Tavshin Pei Gimel in one big universe. So, the avoid, so, so any year, there's like two dimensions to the year. There's the year as it exists in 365 different pieces, and then there is the year as it's just one huge construction site. And Yontif is us engaging in that year on a huge Kloviastika level. Comes Pesach, and Pesach is also a Yontif. And Pesach is a Yontif, that's, that is engaging in Tavshin Pei Gimel this year as one big collective construction site. But because we just explained that the secret of Pesach is what? Is an achdus, is a oneness. But a oneness that comes, and a deep, a deep oneness that comes out of, out, of, out of many parts being unified. So the, month, the year of Tavshin Pei Gimel that we engage in, that big construction site that is called Pesach, is different than any of the Yantif. Every other Yantif it's extreme. Either you're in the program of the, of, the, of the regular days of the year, which is 365 different slots, or you're yontif, and then it's just one big, huge, huge avayda. A year is just one big construction site. Pesach is, one second. It's one big construction site, but I recognize that this construction site is made of months. You see that? What is a month? A month is also a time period that's bigger than just a particular day. And a month means this is one month out of an entire year. But it's, but it's recognizing a year as being made of different parts. So what, this is why by Pesach, what's the first mitzvah we were given by Pesach night? To sanctify the month. What is a, a month means that you, there's a Tavshin Pei Gimel. It's one big year. It's one big, one big construction site. But Pesach recognizes the puzzle pieces that are necessary mm-hmm. to create that one big space. See, so, so in other words, what we have are three different types of dimensions. You have the, the dimension of a year that is basically the regular uh, six, you know, the regular weeks, which are every single day. It's its own little universe. Uh, Sunday, he doesn't know what Monday is talking about. Monday is every single, just little, little pieces. Little universe. Fine. And then you have like Sukkot. And you have Rosh Hashanah. You have Hanukkah and Purim. Which are, it's just one big Yichud, one big Achtas. But then Pesach comes and says, one second. Pesach comes and says, yes, it's achtus, it's one thing. So it's going to be, uh, the avoid of Pesach is a, is, is, is a year avoida. It's a year avoida. It's, it's building the construction site of an entire year. But that, one, that oneness is a oneness that comes out of many pieces. It's a oneness that recognizes itself as being a conglomerate of 12 individual pieces of months. And so therefore, Davka, the month of the Yantav of Pesach, is a Yantav that acknowledges the fact that this is a year that's made of different months. So therefore, Davka Pesach is a Yantav that is, is, is a Nisan celebration. It's a month celebration. <laughs> because it recognizes the fact that this oneness that it's now bringing us into, Tavshin Pei Gimel as one big entity, 
is an entity that is also made of different parts. It's not allowing us to be thrown into the, into the mamish, the conflict of 365 different days. But it is, it is acknowledging the fact that this is an achdas that's, um, that's, that's able to encompass and bring together the 12 different months of the year. So Davke Pesach is a month that acknowledges that despite the fact that it's just like every other yontif, which is an avayda of an entire year, Tashin Pei Gimel, contained in those seven, eight days. But it's those seven, eight days that also recognize that Tavshin Pei Gimel is made of 12 different parts, called months. And so it's, it's an achtus that's unifying Pulas HaMeshtanis. It's unifying different, different qualities and different puzzle pieces that come together to create this yichud. So let's go back. Let's go back. So it's Davke Pesach. It's Davke Pesach. And, and the, the Nekudah Pesach, which is an echad, a yichud, an amuna, Hashem echad, that is not ignoring the, the multiplicity, it's not ignoring the conflict, not ignoring the, the many different puzzle pieces. Adarab, it's an echad that emerges out of those puzzle pieces, and that's why Pesach is deeply connected to the building of the Mishkan, which is Hashem Yisbaruch dwelling on a home, and a home is the same idea, which is an acknowledgement of different people in different places and in different inyanim, but nevertheless an achdus that's emerging out of those differences, so Davke Pesach, with the Kamas and Mishkan come together to tell you that the month of Nisan is altogether a Pesach Dikim month. I, I thought the whole Yantif of, the whole of a Yantif is seeing the whole year as one big entity, n- ignoring the different pieces that come together to make a year, namely a month. The answer is, no, 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 the whole Yantif of Pesach is not like that. Every Yantif is like that. Pesach is not. Pesach is an, is an Echad that acknowledges the fact that to get to this Echad, you needed 12 different types of pieces. And you need, 12, you need the concept of a month which is a fragment and a piece of something that's different than, than Kislev and different than Shvat and different than Adar. And that concept of a month is what allows you to then experience the Yichud of Pesach itself. So Pesach is a yontif that doesn't, that even though the fact that on Pesach we talk are in this bigger space that's called Tavshin Pei Gimel altogether, and we're not being thrown into those machlekes, mamish machlekes called Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but it's, a, it's an echad of Pesach, it's an echad, it's a yichad of that entire year that acknowledges the fact that it's an echad that emerges out of different pieces that work together with each other. That a month is able to, that each month is a, is, is a piece of something altogether bigger, which is, called, which is called a year. And that's the secret of Pesach. Halach l'maysa. So halach l'maysa, what emerges out of this is that the nekudah of Pesach is... That, that, that some, there's a goat, and there's a cat, and there's a dog, and there's a, you know, there's a lot of different things. But it's Chad Gadi, Chad Gadi at the end. There's one, and there's two, and there's three, and there's four. There's all the way to 13, but there's one at the end. There's one at the end. And there's Golas, and there's Gula, and there's ups, and there's downs, and there's this person, and there's that person. There's this month, and there's that month, and there's this month, and there's that month. But all those months, not only are they not, are they, are they not uh, ultimately uh, different, not only do they ultimately uh, fight with each other forever. They through all these differences, we could emerge with a much deeper definition and much deeper understanding of who of of That's what Yantif of Pesach is. And again, like I said, that's what Yantif of Pesach is. Yantif that acknowledges the fact that it's just like every other Yantif. It's it's a Yantif that's building the entirety of the year, but it recognizes that a year is built of months. So it recognizes the necessity of different puzzle pieces to come together to build that one entity that's called a month without getting completely lost in the machlekes, without getting lost in that and seeing the achdas that comes out of Pulas HaMashtanas. Okay? That, that's what it's Yuchag means. Again, that's the idea of extending the month. So that we should be zaycha to, uh, to uh, experience that yichud on all levels. V'yaskot tzedek. Yashukach.